Hello and welcome to the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. I'm your host, Cody, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about the perfect client, including the non-starters in my business and who I work with and in my wife's business, plus something really cool happened today that I can't wait to tell you about. Let's get started. Quick announcement before we get started today. We are closing in on the month of June. This is the end of the month of June. This is our last episode. And we're closing in on a couple thousand listeners, uh, which is really exciting uh, for me to watch this thing grow. I love putting these together for you. So if you like this episode or like this show, please share uh, with your friends. Send it an episode, your favorite episode, to somebody that you think would benefit from it. And also take a few seconds and leave a rating or review in iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. That means the world to me. A second announcement is uh, the holidays are coming up, uh, July 4th here in the U.S., and I'm going to be out of town a bit. So I'm going to record some shorter form episodes for you, either on the road or um, ahead of time with uh, what I'm working on and what I'm thinking about this next week. I'll be working a little bit, but I'll be uh, out of town, out of state, a lot of driving uh, with our family and my, my kiddos to go see cousins and aunts and uncles and things like that. And um, so that'll be next week, a little shorter form episode there. And then also be looking for the June uh, income and influence report. That'll be the first episode I launch in July with the with what's happened in June. I got a lot of great feedback about that episode last time, so people can see how my social influence is growing, and also did make some money in June. So I'm on the scoreboard with the one hour funnel, this new product. So still uh, nine hundred thousand uh, and some change away from a million dollar business, but um, we're definitely on the scoreboard and moving in a great direction. So be sure to tune into that. And with that being said, let's get this episode started. My wife had a really cool thing happen today uh, in her business. So her name is Christy. I'll have her on a future episode. I let her know recently that she's going to be my first guest on a new format that I'm going to be rolling out uh, over the weekend. I'll keep this uh, for existing format, but I'm going to have her on later. And her event company is called Your Branded Event. And she does just an awesome job. I'm so proud of her. So she has this really cool uh, company where she does um, event planning for entrepreneurs. Typically, they want to do some type of workshop, like short two or three day, smaller, more intimate things compared to like a 10000 person big blowout event um you know for a, a celebrity or something like that she does she does these really awesome boutique events uh for people and so that that didn't not where she started really but it's kind of um how that morphed over time where now her real great sweet spot is developing these really unique branded experiences for people to bring in clients to connect with them to teach them in a smaller more intimate workshop setting and she does a, a bigger events as well she has capacity for uh, we talked about about four big events a year where she can bring in, you know, like hundreds of people into a big event. There's just different logistics to pull off those different types of events. And so she had a, a call today with a guy in the industry that we really like and respect. And she's getting quite a reputation for herself as somebody who puts on amazing events. And so this guy tracked her down and got a call with her um, today. And I asked her how it went. And she said it went pretty much perfectly. Um, with the type of person she wants to work with. And so we were talking about that and I asked her, well, what's the ideal client? You know, and I've known she's only had a handful of clients and most of them were great. And then a couple she didn't really want to work with, or she's had some leads that have come in where she's like, I don't think I can help that person based on how that first conversation went. So she wanted to talk a little bit about the perfect client, the perfect client for her, the perfect client for me, who I try to work with, who I try to stay away from, both in my agency side and then in this new one hour funnel stuff that I'm working on. Cause I'm still, and I'm going through this coaching program, like I talked about on Wednesday, um, or the, um, 
the last episode, episode 32, about investing in myself. And so just what I'm learning through that, through my, my mentor, Greg, um, which was awesome today. So she said that the, the person you talked to today, they're really grateful. They're really kind. They uh, And that sounds like elementary school like fluff, but you don't know how hard it is. Maybe you do uh, to work with somebody who is not grateful to like bust your butt and de- and deliver an amazing experience, and they don't even say thank you or they just complain the whole time. Um, and I've had that on on my on the funnel side or on the agency side. I'll just work really hard and build a thing, and they sometimes don't even say thanks or they're just nitpicking every little detail along the way, and it really makes you feel unappreciated. And so gratitude is just a monster trait to look for in clients and try to get a feel, especially when you do um, high-end live events, um, you work really intimately with that person to put on a really cool experience. And so gratitude and kindness are very, very important and not as common um, as you might think. Uh, She likes people who give her the freedom to do what she does best. There are lots and lots and lots of decisions that go into putting on a live event and we don't want to work with people who are going to micromanage every part of the process. And so ideally for her, she'll have freedom to work on events and then they have a nice budget to work with and typically not new to events. And there's a couple exceptions with every rule. There's always exceptions, but she wants people that have spent money on live events in the past and they're used to what it costs to host an event and they're not going to want to cut corners. One of the first events I ever ran at the last company that we were at, we were hosting our first live event. We only had about 40 people. So we were trying to save money and you get a quote for some stuff. And the audio video for this was like $13,000, which is just crazy if you think about it for a couple of speakers, a couple of projectors. So I literally went to Guitar Center uh, to buy amps, speakers, mixers, microphones, cords, cables, the whole deal. I got the quote for the whole package because I got the list of what the AV company was going to provide for that 13,000 bucks. I took it to Guitar Center and said, hey, can I buy this stuff? And I got a quote for like $2,000. Then we would own it. Uh, If you think that that's clever, I didn't actually do it. If you think that that's clever, it's not. I mean, imagine me as a client to work with. If my wife was trying to do our event saying, uh, and I'm like, I got it. I'm going to run the mixer and I'll be the DJ and I'm the speaker and I'll be running music off of an iPad. And I mean, it's just crazy. That's not an ideal client where she can use her genius and put on an amazing event. So uh, a good budget's great to work with. She knows what things cost. She's been doing it for several years. And so she can understand like what the hotel should cost, what food and beverage should cost, what entertainment should cost, what parties and experiences and extras and bonuses and gifts and all those things can, can cost. And so it's really difficult if somebody just wants to spend like 5,000 bucks and host a 200 person event, it's probably going to cost 50,000 bucks or something to, to pull it off correctly. So, uh, and if you if you don't meet those, meet those criteria, it's really no problem for her. She's just not the right, you're not the right fit for her. On, on my side, on the agency side, I have a couple as well. I just jotted them down before I hit record. Uh, it's uh, For me, it's also about being grateful. I want to work with people who are really grateful that life exists, that there's the thing called the internet and Facebook and click funnels and tools that we can use. And we're grateful for the opportunity to get to work together and serve people. I like to work with people similarly who have money. This might sound silly. Like, well, why would you work with people who don't have money? I don't know, but some people do. Some people want to work with brand new people to marketing or business or whatever, and that, to me, that's not an ideal client. I've worked with some people who said, I don't, you know, this is it, man. I've got, I'll, I'll pay you out of the profits of this brand new thing I made. And then like a fool, a couple of times I said, yeah, let's do that. And that never worked out for me because they were brand new. They were a little desperate. They were cheap. They didn't have money to spend. And so they wanted to pay me in, in proceeds from a campaign that they weren't willing to put the work in um, to pull off. So that, that has never worked out for me as well. 
ideally for me too, they've spent money on advertising. I don't care what kind of advertising, if they're doing Groupon or Valpac mailers or pay-per-click or Google AdWords or buying bus benches or whatever, as long as they're used to spending money on ads, they are typically great clients for me because I can. I don't have to convince them they need to spend five or $10,000 a week on Facebook ads if they're used to spending money on advertising. And the last thing for me is if they're in it for the long haul. I don't want, there really isn't, at least I haven't found a silver bullet. There's not this magical unicorn thing you can do to make a bunch of money and not put in the work. I was on a sales call this week and I talked to the guy and he said, I make an incredible living in my normal job. And I want this new thing I'm doing to not take up a bunch of my time. Basically he was saying, I want to put in as little work as possible for this thing. Cause I don't want to be too inconvenienced by this new thing I'm going to make. Now, I don't know if I'll work with that client or not, but that was a big red flag for me to think, uh, I don't like, what kind of client is that going to be when I'm pushing him to deliver a landing page copy or to deliver a marketing campaign or a Facebook ad campaign. And he's like, I remember I want to work one hour a month on this. You know, that's not going to be a great client to work with. He ticks all the other boxes. He's got money. He spent money on ads before, but he doesn't seem like he wants the, his thing to work too, too badly. Uh, so that might not be a great deal. So non-starters for me would be that they're obviously they're not grateful, the opposite, where everything in the world is riding on this thing going right. That's a ton of pressure that they put on themselves and that they put on me to be their marketing guy um, for their solution. So ideally, they have other streams of income. If they're brand new to ads, they don't have money to spend, and then they want that shortcut, uh, I have found that those aren't the good clients. So here's your takeaway for uh, today on today's episode is to take out a pen and paper and write down the characteristics of your uh, of your ideal client. What are they like? How do they feel? What's their average day? What's their status in the community? Is you know, it depends on the type of business you're in that you can help them get the results that you provide. But what are their characteristics? Um, are they are they grateful? Are they desperate? Are they happy? Are they joyful? Are they entertaining? Are they funny? Do they shop at Whole Foods? Do they shop at Walmart? Do they drive a BMW? Do they drive a Honda Civic? Do they do yoga? Do they watch football on the weekends? Do they have any kids? Like, what are some of the characteristics of the ideal client? And if you haven't served anybody, my best advice is go start serving people and then take note of the ones that you get a good result for and you really, really like and bring you energy. And then take note of the ones that you don't like. Like, I probably have had 30 to 50 clients and probably only five or six I didn't enjoy working with and it just didn't go well. And those five or six have the same characteristics. They were not grateful. They were putting a lot of pressure on it. They didn't have a lot of money to spend. They didn't want to spend money on ads. They didn't want to take my advice. They weren't very compliant and they really wanted a shortcut. So now I know when I can detect any of those characteristics with people before I let them work with me. Um, and that's an important kind of phrasing there too. I want them to apply to work with me where I'm the prize and my solution's the prize and I don't chase them in my business. I am selective with who I work with. My wife said the same thing today on her, on her call. Uh, the guy said, I've had a hard time finding you. And she said, well, I'm, I only work with a handful of clients and I'm very particular with who I work with. So I'm not really out there on social media, making a bunch of racket where people can find me. Um, and that's intentional. And that's great. And so he made her, made him want to work with her even more because she was hard to find. She has a great, a great reputation and she was the prize. So jot down the characteristics of people that you get a great result for, that you love to work with, that brings you life and energy. And then similarly, write down the characteristics of people you don't uh, get a good result for, you don't like working with, they totally drain you. And then don't work with those people anymore. It might take some time. My wife's business didn't start that way. 
my business didn't start that way. I haven't totally arrived at the destination. My wife kind of has because she only needs three or four clients. Um, but I haven't arrived there, that's for sure. Um, but I'm getting there, right? I'm getting there. So jot it down. Uh, don't work with people you don't want to work with. And you'll be uh, a lot happier person, getting better results, getting a better reputation, loving what you do, sleeping better at night. Uh, and it's just going to be amazing. Thanks. Uh, have a good day. And I'll see you on the next episode.